new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriots. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just got fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real And, and after the election was concluded, uh, there, there were a lot of um, allegations of different types of fraud. Uh, you know, most of the cases fell apart. But it seems like now, a year and a half later, the research that you guys have put together is some of the most comprehensive that I've ever, ever seen. So I, I, I want to really dig into it. To start with, what made you get the idea to use the, these cell phone ping um, signals in order to track people around the uh, ballot boxes? Yeah, I think that as all of this unfolded, we were really looking for ways to solve a crime. Like, how would you catch a criminal if you wanted to catch him? And this technique is used every day, you know, in law enforcement for human traffickers, drug traffickers, terrorists. Uh, the DOD uses it to, you know, help, help blow up bad guys. And we had a report coming out of Yuma County, Arizona, south, south of Yuma, in a little place called San Luis, that there all this stuff had gone on and went down and met with these guys and, and they had an incredible story to tell. They had a little bit of video that they had um, um, put together themselves. A guy named Gary Snyder went out with his iPad, literally sat in his truck and was getting video of these people handing off ballots and money and all this stuff. And, um, but the, the bigger, broader picture was uh, sort of coming clear that they had, that, that Catherine's long called it trafficking. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, harvesting is just not enough. Harvesting would be if you would just had collectors going out and getting it and seeing to that that those things got into the, those ballots got into the ballot box. But trafficking had a much bigger feel. I mean, we were seeing the collectors out there for sure out knocking on doors of old people and uh, people that lived in poor, low-income housing and really starting to understand that these collectors are a big part of this. There was also a sort of a central point or a hub or a stash house, if you will, where those ballots were being delivered, um, either marked or, or otherwise being prepared to be cast. And then someone, either the person at the front desk in those stash houses or the mules in other states, uh, were taking them to the polls and putting them in these drop boxes. So while there was a tiny bit of a difference in the grifts, uh, we've long called it a thousand front war. And the difference is they're, they're all trying to do the same thing, but it's just a tiny bit different in San Luis than it is in Gwinnett County. And it's a little bit different in Detroit as it, than it is in, in Green Bay and so on and so forth. And as all these pieces came together, we were able to, to eventually see a, a clear pattern. Mm -hmm. And the, then it came down to how do we do this? Right. So we wanted to be able to pick up as many pieces of it as we could. We wanted to be able to pick up people going to those stash houses. You know, where were they coming from? Where were they going to? Um, and then how many people were actually delivering to these drop boxes? And, and legitimately, the only way to do it is the way we did it. Ultimately, being able to back that tick up with video was the game changer for us. So if somebody's watching this interview, but they don't necessarily know the intricacies of, of election law, 
What you described of people going to other people's homes, knocking on doors, getting ballots, stashing them at a stash house, and then getting ballot mules to actually deliver them, which part of that is illegal, or is all of it illegal? Well, it could be all illegal, depending on what's happening with the money. So it's never okay to get paid to do that. So you can't pay, get paid for your ballot. Those ballot collectors that are out, out doing that, depends on what they're doing. Are they collecting blank ballots? Are they taking them somewhere? And in this case, they were getting paid for that. And the rules in the state. I mean, that's another big sure. piece of this. Yeah, the rules of the state, but in no case, either by federal law or any state law, can you get paid to, to traffic ballots. So, so then, taking this example that you saw in, um, in Arizona, you, I believe, went to Georgia as your first uh, case study, right? Atlanta, Georgia. Can you describe how that played out, how you got those uh, ping signals, and how you began tracking out the, uh, the life patterns of the, of the individual mules? Sure. There, there, it's, you know, relative, it's a very complex and detailed process, but the explanation is pretty simple. Um, the, your, all of our phones give off, into, give off pings or, or signals, depending on what app you're on. It has less to do with the old sort of triangulation around the cell towers and that kind of thing, that, um, kind of the old school way. Today it's the apps, so the, the weather app, the social media apps, all the Google apps, and they're all generating these, these, these signals that are emitted. And then there are brokers out there that buy the signals from Google or buy the signals from wherever they're coming from, put them all together, and then sell them in packages of some varying sort to folks like us mm. and the government and others. Um, so that's the scary thing right there, isn't it, folks? That's the scary thing. They don't have to use cell phone uh, uh, towers to do triangulations to find you or anything like that. It's all done through those apps. Through those, those little tiny apps that everybody downloads on their phone and gives full, full permission. What happens is, we've known for a long time, but it came back to bite them in their own rear ends, didn't it? Now, I know we're not seeing people hauled off to jail in handcuffs right now, but what True the Vote has done and what, the true, what True the Vote is about ready to do, they're going deeper than 2,000 mules, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> they're getting in deep into finding out who was involved in all of this. And literally, there will be thousands and thousands and thousands of people indicted. Now, I can't tell you when. All I know is you just keep doing what you've been doing since February 4, 2020. I'll keep doing what I'm doing, and we'll meet in the middle somewhere, and we'll start throwing out indictments like trash. We'll start throwing out indictments like Democrats do babies, and we'll start putting some butts in prison. Amen? Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Thank you very much. I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. God bless each and every one of you. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it's a pleasure to be here. I did not mean February 4th. I meant November 4th of 2020. My bad. November 4th. The months just start all merging together. <laughs> here, here in the in the in the world of news, folks. Um, but I do I do hope you had a wonderful weekend. Uh, we had a wonderful um, a sh- uh, prayer on Friday night, uh, a showing of two thousand mules. So many people were on watching. What a great time that was to get the truth out there. And true, the vote has much much more in 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 in, uh, in in the wings. What they're working on, especially now with w- Wisconsin, they've focused all of their attention on Wisconsin. So very excited about that. I'd like to thank Sherry Walker for the super soakers so we could go rhino hunting. God bless you, girl. Thank you. Darlene, thank you very much for the faith over the fear flag, which me and my wife will be putting up outside of our home, a a beautiful American flag with Jesus on it, as well as these beautiful coins. Check this out. This coin has the Lord's prayer on it. And this coin here has the full armor of God. What a wonderful gift. Thank you so much for that. The, uh, 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 the, the, uh, the Bluetooth hat and so much more. Amanda Collins, God bless you and thank you for the full Armor of God coffee cup. We just finished up uh, shooting the Armor of God video yesterday. We will have a release date on that very soon. And it will be releasing right here on Real America's Voice News. Thank you very much, Jenny Coral, for the mug, the Mother's Day card for my wife, Sabrina. And the devotional book for my wife. She very much appreciated that. Jim Weinrich, God bless you for the card, um, the card of support. And uh, I, I really, really, really thank you guys for always constantly uh, helping the show out, supporting the show month to month. Jim and Barbara Peters, 
How do I count the ways? I love you guys so much. God bless you. Thank you for the letter and the donation. Connie Colbreth, uh, Betty Atkins, and Gene Havey. Very thank you very much for the letter, the donation, and everything that you send, sent. You guys are truly wonderful people. Now, I'd like to thank, show one more picture here. James Hanley's wife. They went into the Redwoods, and they were praying that Jesus would show up in their life. And they took this picture, and I don't know if you can see it or not, but his wife passed away, and right before they passed away, they went to the Redwood trees. She got sick. They took this picture, and uh, Jesus appeared on the tree and didn't see it until they got the picture and the photo back. But right in here, you can see Jesus' face in the shadow. It's very, very amazing. And you know what? God's with us everywhere, everywhere, even in the Redwoods. So God bless each and every one of you. Big shout out to the people watching on Getter, Roku, Firestick, Real America's Voice News, and around the digital universe. May 16th, year of our Lord, 2022. Here we go, folks. Jesus calling the evening version. I am God, your Savior. I guide you according to my truth, and I teach you important lessons as you follow the path I've prepared for you. Your difficulties can even be blessings when they draw you into deeper dependence on me. Amen. Just had that talk with my daughter this morning. Psalm 25.5, guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are my God, my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. And from James 1-2, count in all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, Remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't make it through trials, how are you supposed to get the tools and the resources you need to make it through tough times coming? Because I can promise you, tough times are coming. And before you turn out the light tonight, hand your difficulties and trials to me, your God, your Savior. And the reason why I can promise you tough times are coming is because Jesus said, Satan is always waiting around every corner to devour you like a hungry lion. And because we have an illegitimate, uh, child-sniffing, dementia-ridden, corn pop in the white house illegally got a lot of fighting to do folks we got a lot of fighting but right now let's go to the lord in prayer please remove your hats if you are wearing one and let's go to the lord together in prayer as we say the lord's prayer as we do every day and every evening here we go our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, as I said, we just wrapped up shooting the Armor of God music video myself Dave Bray USA, it's going to be wonderful. We are debuting it right here on Real America's Voice News, and uh, we should have an official date, a release date of that here in a few days. Make sure you stay tuned for that because you're not going to want to miss it. And make sure you stay tuned for more live from America right here on Real America's Voice News. Rumble, Getter, wherever you're watching, we will be right back. God bless. Stay tuned. Ah, to my live crew. How you doing up there, Diona? Diona, good to see you. Sheila, thank you for watching. Julie Sims, I'll be getting hold of you later on this week, my girl. Thank you very much. Laura Studley is watching on the LFA Facebook page. How you doing? Thank you for watching. I appreciate it. Thank you for sharing it. Sharing the video, as you know, our Facebook, uh, our producer cannot share on Facebook anymore. Yes, I'm a bad face, apparently, over there on Facebook land. Wendy Rogers, good to see you. Vicki Vale, thank you very much for joining in. Carla Reynolds, Kristen Donovan, God bless you and your family, as always. Bad Moon, good to see you. Thank you very much. Uh, Roxanne Waz, good to see you from Minnesota. Thank you for joining in. Cindy Lou, 1986, thank you. I appreciate you. Lacey Barcelo, God bless and one more here on Rumble. Let's give it to Troy Farr. I love the Carrie Lake interview. Hey, I'll tell you what. Before, oh, Kay Danes, big shout out to Kay Danes. I'll tell you what about the Carrie Lake interview. Much like a lot of the interviews that I conduct, they're different than, than the ones that you see them when they're on other stations, aren't they? They're a lot different, meaning uh, that we have more of a conversation rather than a question and answer 
uh, you know, interview. And uh, we laugh and we say things that are, it's just, we just talk normal. And I really, really enjoyed that Carrie Lake interview. So thank you very much. Amanda, thank you for the cup. God bless you. I appreciate you. Nancy, Nancy Ann from Weed Mount Shasta, California. Good to see you, girl. Thank you for joining in. I want to say hi to some folks on Getter, too. We've got Leslie V. Cottle, Jill Glazier, 12 Fruits But Love. Congrats on the video. Can't wait to view it. Oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be life-changing. I wanted to get it to you a lot sooner, but something like this, we need to take our time. Bree K., Kind Embroidery from Etsy is watching. Make sure you guys check out Kind Embroidery. Roxy Loves Life is in the building. Eli, I just shared the Facebook feed. She said, thank you very much, Roxy. God bless you and thank you. Um, Miguel Ortiz, how you doing? Thomas Hammaker, I don't know. We, we're a little bit behind on emails, so we'll let you know when we catch up. Trust me, when we see it, we'll respond. That you have our guarantee. All right, brother? All right, here we go. Let's get back to the show, shall we? Got to go back to Rumble, though. I keep my screen on Rumble, just, just saying. I'm starting to feel ignored, says vegetarian. Don't feel ignored. Don't feel ignored. Why would you say that? It's hard to see everybody. I will tell you that. Here we go. All right. Welcome back right here on Real America's Voice News. This is the one and only Jeremy Harrell, Hip Hop Patriot, live from America. God bless you and thank you for joining in, even though in parts of the world it's pretty late. I appreciate you. It is time for the first and foremost section. So in the famous words of Michael Buffer, let's all say it together. Let's get ready to rumble. Lift up your cups. Let's have our first slurp of the evening. Woo. All right. Do you remember last week when we discussed the biggest problem with baby formula shortages was linked to the actual FDA shutting down of the largest manufacturer of baby formula in the United States known as Abbott Sturgis. For days, everybody was saying, well, hey, maybe it's because all the baby formula is being sent to the southern border for, uh, for illegal immigrants. Yes, it is. Maybe it's because we're sending it to Ukraine with the rest of our tax dollars to be a proxy dummy for us in this war with Russia. Yes, it is. But it's also and mainly because Abbott Sturgis was shut down for three months. Now, if you don't remember this story, Abbott Sturgis is the largest producer of baby formula in the country. Okay. Last week, I reported to you that the FDA shut it down amid uh, 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 what they thought was a link to the baby formula and four sick babies, which two died. Four sick babies in the entire country. Two passed away. Very, very sad, but very odd to shut down the largest maker of baby formula after you've done the internal investigation found out there's no link to the company and the babies sick and, and the ones that died. And they've done, they did an external investigation and found out that there was no link between the baby formula company known as Abbott Sturgis and the four sick and two now dead children. So they still kept the plant shut down. Everybody wonders why. Why would you keep the largest baby, uh, the, the largest baby, Uh, formula manufacturing company shut down when you've done your internal investigation, found nothing, done your external investigation, and found nothing. Meanwhile, we're shipping what baby formula we do have around the country, I mean around the world, shipping it to the southern border, and you're only allowed to get two, three, maybe four, depending on what state you live in at any of your stores, whether it be Walmart or wherever you shop, okay? Now, ladies and gentlemen, after we reported that last week, and I'm not saying it's because of Live from America, because we don't have nearly the reach as a lot of people do, but maybe, just maybe, we pulled the right strings to get enough people talking about it, because just all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the FDA head is now okay with opening the plant that the FDA shut down for three months, only now, because everybody's keen to what they're doing. After destroying the baby formula market, Biden's FDA says the firm that he shut down, the head, of the, firm, the head of the FDA, the firm that he shut down for three months, can now open. Well, isn't that convenient, ladies and gentlemen? Isn't that just convenient that after everybody's trying to figure out what the heck is going on and then we find out that the FDA is really behind the shortage of the baby formula? Oh, then they say, you know what, it's time to open. Well, the damage has already been done. The toothpaste is already out of the tube. You can't put it back in. You can't put it back in. Abbott subsequently issued a recall of all potentially affected products manufactured at the facility, and then the FDA later shut down the plant for federal safety inspections 
and found Abbott failed to maintain sanitary conditions and procedures at the facility, even though they did the entire investigation and found no link whatsoever. So it's just weird that they kept it shut down amid sanitary concerns when the, when the place was not, there was nothing wrong with the place. It sounds to me like they almost, they almost made something up to shut this baby formula uh, manufacturer down. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but when you read between the lines and you start seeing all this weird stuff happening at a government level, you start going, mm, these alphabet agencies and all these weirdos and all these people working for Biden, they've done nothing but everything they touch turns to you-know-what. So why wouldn't this, why would this be inconceivable? Why wouldn't we think that something is going on here? Now, the FDA um, commissioner, Dr. Robert Califf, who, by the way, is a coward and a dirtbag, said uh, today that the agency is likely to approve the reopening of Abbott Laboratories baby formula manufacturing uh, facility in Sturgis, Michigan, in two weeks after after ensuring that the product is safe and any problems have been rectified. It's already been it's already been marked safe, and there is no problems. That's the, pro- that's the problem, is that there is no problems. The Biden administration is great at creating crises and then failing to address their impact on the country and then blame it on who? Orange man bad. The economy is failing. The price of gas is at an all-time high again. The southern border is wide open, and our, con- our entire country and-, and culture is being wiped out and destroyed. And to top it all off, they're now trying to get the United States in a war with Russia. Way to go, Biden, you moron. About the greatest thing that's coming out of this is everybody in the country sees what kind of an unqualified uh, a child-sniffing loser this guy is, and any of his puppets as well. Biden's solution to find the most uh, insane individuals to address what's going on, and they don't even know what the problem is. You notice he always puts people in there who have no clue of what's going on? Now check this out. The Biden FDA commissioner says there is not a supply chain shortage. He says, you're just an idiot, basically. There's not supply chain, tra- uh, chain shortages. It's a distribution problem. It's a delivery problem, he says. Check this out. So I just don't see how the FDA did not see a shortage like this coming. Well, I would just point out that, um, first of all, the numbers that are, are quoted um, commonly in the press are incorrect. And... I'll point you to a White House sheet that has uh, the details of um, how we've been looking at the numbers as we tracked it. I don't want this to sound in any way like we're not concerned about the parents that are struggling to find formula for their children. That's definitely happening um, in parts of the country. But, um, you know, the number of uh, stock on shelves was about 90 percent before the pandemic. I'm sorry, before the recall. And it dropped to about 79% um, at its lowest. And um, we're on the way back up now. And I'd also point out more formula was bought in the last month than in the month before the recall. And so there is formula out there, but we definitely have a distribution problem. And we're going to need to examine that. Okay, well, I know what I got to say to that. And I think you all know what I'm going to say to that. Look. Okay, let's say that this guy who... And by the way, why do all these people look like pedophiles? Is it just me? Is it just me? Like, I know we're not supposed to judge books by covers, but there are some people that I look at and I say, I would never allow my kid to be around that person. Why does everybody in the Biden administration look like a pedophile? I'm just saying. Just saying. That's just an app. That's just a thought that's coming out of my head. But anyway, let's take this guy at his word. Let's take this FDA commissioner at his word. And let's say that it's not a supply chain problem. It's not a manufacturing problem. It's not a shortage. It's a distribution problem. Okay, then what you just did is you threw your other, administ- your other uh, branch of your administration, your uh, Pete Buttigieg, you just threw the transportation secretary under the bus because now you just shifted the blame from one part of the Biden Ill- illegitimate regime to another part of the Biden illegitimate regime. Long story short, under Biden, everything turns to and it rhymes with spit. Everything. Trump had everything running like a well-oiled machine. There wasn't even a noise out of place. There was a slight hum. And you know what that was? That was an economy making money. That was people working. That was more things on the shelves than you could buy. There was more jobs than there was workers. Everything looked beautiful. Gas was a dollar some odd cents a gallon. Now here we are absolutely crumbled. Way to go, Democrats. 
Way to go, dummies, who think the Democrats are doing a good job. Only 25% of you, apparently, to the NBC poll that we talked about this morning. Now, here's a coincidence, I think. Does anybody else think it's a coincidence that while there's a baby formula shortage, and by the way, just make your own baby formula. There's a million different ways to do it. Stop relying on, uh, on, on, on large corporations, woke capital, and the government to supply things for you. Either breastfeed or make your own baby formula. If you're single dads, make your own baby formula. If your moms who can breastfeed, breastfeed. If you can't breastfeed, make your own baby formula. But does anybody else think it's really weird that Bill Gates is now pushing and promoting and advertising and marketing his brand new artificial breast milk technology at the same time that there's a baby formula shortage? Tiffany Lee said goat's milk. Absolutely. There's another one right there for you. Folks, we got to start thinking more independent and stop being dependent. We created the Declaration of Independence for crying out loud, and here we are dependent on everything. Oh, my gosh, there's no more baby formula. (gasps) Then do it the way they did it 100 years ago and every other year since the beginning of creation. Like, I get it. That's not the issue. The issue here is a failed government and failed people in office. I get it. But we're Americans for crying out loud. Let's start standing on our own own two feet. Excuse me. But it is weird that Bill Gates, who's been investing heavily in synthetic soy breast milk, it is weird that he picks now as a time to start pushing that. Now, I'm not going to say, because I don't want to be called a conspiracy theorist, that all of this is connected, but uh, (coughs) it's all connected. Ladies and gentlemen, it is all connected. Bill Gates owns all the farmland. Bill Gates owns all the breast milk. Pretty soon, Bill Gates is going to own everything. The only thing he doesn't own is uh, anything of his wife's because she left him for being friends and pedophile friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Ooh, I said it when nobody else will. Hey folks, we will be right back right after this with more Live from America. Please don't go anywhere. Even Pete Buttigieg can get breast milk now for his kid. We'll be right back. You got to laugh at this stuff, right? Pete Buttigieg and his husband, they can get artificial Bill Gates breast milk now. It's incredible. Eli, make a note. We need to make a meme with Pete Buttigieg with uh, Bill Gates fake breast milk. I don't want to say it's all connected, folks, but hey, it's all connected. Missy says there, now there's a shortage on conspiracy theory. They're all coming true. Hey, that's a good one. That's a, that should be a bumper sticker. You could make millions of dollars. You should make that. You should make that. I wouldn't take anything from Bill Gates. That man is evil, says Nancy. Amen. Amen. Jeremy, I love the picture of you on Eli's Facebook page. It's a great picture of you. Well, thank you, Barbara. You can thank Eli's wife for that. She is a phenomenal photographer. I bet Cresser drinks synthetic breast milk. (laughs) Uh, Not only synthetic breast milk, but Bill Gates synthetic breast milk. Hey, Cresser. Oh, you know what it is, folks? We, we do need new haters because every hater that comes to this channel ends up being a fan of the show and friends with everybody. You know what I mean? We do need new haters. Cresser's going to be our favorite friend here pretty soon. I love it. I love it. Anyway, let's come back from the next commercial break and let's get busy, shall we? Because we got a good show. Here we go. All right, folks. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you very much. There was some uh, what people call trolls in some of the comment threads on social media, and, and somebody said that they bet that they drink Bill Gates' uh, artificial baby breast milk. <laughs> makes sense, doesn't it? It definitely makes sense. The LFA family is alive. Oh, the LFA comments are always a blast. Thank you for watching on social media. For all those watching on digital TV, maybe you should pop it up on social media too and have some fun during the commercial breaks. Anyway, folks. One of our favorite, and not only my favorite segment, but there's a lot of people who've really uh, been enjoying this segment on Live from America. So it's been popular, so we're going to keep it going, and that is, it is rhino hunting time, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, 
Yoo-hoo. I'll make you famous. <laughs> it's time to go rhino hunting, and this is the Liz Cheney yellow Teletubby tradition. How you doing, Liz Cheney? Doesn't it look just like her? Doesn't she just look like the fake blonde-haired yellow Teletubby? Well, Liz Cheney right there, a little rhino. Anyway, this is the Liz Cheney rhino hunting edition. I hope you guys are locked and loaded because she's a big one. It's going to be hard to take her down. It's going to take every one of us to take down that huge, huge, smelly rhino. But anyway, yellow Teletubby Liz Cheney, who's got a 15% approval rating right now in her own state, attacks the GOP leadership, which I thought she was part of. Actually, she's such a loser that she even got kicked out of the GOP leadership. Uh, Over the Buffalo mass shooting by a leftist white white supremacist. Turncoat Republican Congresswoman, Yellow Teletubby, and January 6th crazy girl, Liz Cheney, uh, blasted White House, or blasted, excuse me, House GOP leaders in a statement on Twitter today over the Buffalo mass shooting by a leftist white supremacist that took place on Saturday, killing 10 African Americans at a grocery store. Now, I will tell you that nothing came out of this creature's mouth when it came to the shooter in California that shot up a church, wounding and killing people. No, she doesn't want to talk about that. She only wants to talk about only wants to talk about white supremacy because it fits her yellow Teletubby swamp creature narrative. Okay? Cheney's post on Twitter said, quote, the House GOP leadership has enabled white nationalism, white supremacy, and anti-Semitism. History has taught us that what begins with words ends in far worse. You may want to think about that when you're talking about allowing all these people, the baby killer club, to go and do a barrage attack on Christian churches everywhere because then you end up getting what we had this weekend. So, and by the way, that was condoned by pretend-to-be Press Secretary Jen Psaki and the White House. GOP leaders must announce and reject these views and those who hold them. I don't think, Liz Cheney, that a single Republican got on TV and didn't reject the views of this person. I don't think a single Republican, rhino or not, got on TV and said, you know what, I agree with the views of that shooter. Yeah, thank you for having me uh, here on Fox News today. Uh, No, uh, uh, I do agree with that shooter. I I agree with the shooter's motives, and I agree with everything he did. I think he was justified in killing people, and, uh, you know, hopefully more shooters act like him. Do you think any Republican is going to say that, you moron? You're just saying things that don't matter. They don't make any sense. Just so you can get some airtime. Unbelievable. Reports on the alleged manifesto by accused shooter Peyton Gendron say he described himself as a leftist. Quote, today's terrorist attack will be politicized and lied about. The man was under demonic influence, completely incoherent ideology, hybrid of Nazism with Green New Deal leanings. He called himself a left-wing green nationalist. That's why you can't post the document. The 180-page manifesto left by the shooter shows zero Tucker Carlson or Carlson mentions, the document is sick and the shooter claims to be an authoritarian leftist. Calls himself that. But you know Yellow Teletubby, Liz Cheney, she can't, uh, she, can't, uh, she can't tell the truth if you paid her, right? And her husband shoots people, not her husband, her dad shoots people and is a warmonger who basically is probably in, mm, on the hook for hundreds of thousands of innocent deaths. Now, of course, in MTG fashion, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene fires back at Cheney, accusing her of being a puppet of the Democrats, saying, quote, now the Dems make you tweet their divisive and dangerous lies. All you also you can raise money from Democrat donors as you try to cling to your seat and you actually comply. How pathetic. Woo! Woo! War, war words, war words. I love it. Molly Hemingway reminded Cheney that she was attacking House Republican Whip uh, Representative Steve Scalise, who survived an assassination attempt by a Bernie Sanders supporter in 2017, saying the leftist weaponization of radical division for political power against the multiracial working class GOP is vile and disgusting, even if it were not being uttered to, among others, a man who survived an assassination attempt abhorrent and utterly disqualifying. Look, I told you guys a long time ago, didn't I? Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, they are going to switch parties and they're going to go to the Democrats. They just are. Because there's nothing left for them. And they're going to say that the left or the right left them when really they just 
followed like little puppy dogs, like little lap dogs, behind AOC, Nancy Pelosi, and the rest of the left-wing losers that they desperately want to be, a lot, be so much alike. Of course, Liz Cheney, her dad, consider the source. Consider the source. But you know what we got to do? We got to give yellow Teletubby Liz Cheney exactly what she deserves, folks. And that is the Dum Dum Award of the Day here on Live from America. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dum Dum Award of the Day goes to yellow Teletubby rhino, but future Democrat Liz Cheney. So we just got uh, breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Freddie, who's on our social media, he, uh, by the way, was a, uh, a former, maybe Democrat, definitely a troll on our page. But now he's found the light, found Jesus, has great friends. And he said his approval rating is higher than Liz Cheney's. <laughs> I think it is too, buddy. I think it is too. Unbelievable. Anyway, President Trump kept us out of wars. President Trump was nominated for peace prizes all over the world. President Trump was strong. President Trump knew how to handle dictators and dictator wannabes. And nobody messed with him because we had peace through strength. President Trump brought our men and women in the service home to our families. Biden put us into wars. Biden killed 13 servicemen and women because of a failed pullout of Afghanistan. Biden is now putting us back into wars as he has secretly ordered U.S. troops back to Somalia, which completely reverses President Trump's ruling and President Trump's uh, plan to pull troops out and bring them home. That's right, the illegitimate, illegal, cheating, lying, hairy leg man himself, Joey Applesauce, secretly ordered. I don't think he secretly ordered anything. He can only secretly order an ice cream, but somebody secretly ordered several hundred U.S. ground forces back to Somalia earlier this month, and this was reported today by the New York Times. Biden's order uh, reverses the pullout of the U.S. forces ordered by President Trump in December of 2020 and completed before he left office the next month illegally and illegitimately. Again, U.S. forces have been involved in a war-torn Somalia for four decades now, starting in the early 1990s with a humanitarian mission under President George H.W. Bush, which led to the infamous Black Hawk Down battle in Mogadishu, excuse me, under President Bill Clinton in 1993, that killed 18 GIs and wounded dozens more. Resident Biden signed an order authorizing the military to once again deploy hundreds of special operations forces inside Somalia, largely reversing the decision by President Donald J. Trump to withdraw nearly all 700 ground troops who had been stationed there, according to four officials familiar with the matter. In addition, Mr. Harry Legs Corn Pop himself has approved a Pentagon request for, uh, uh, for standing authority to target about a dozen suspected leaders of al-Shabaab, the Somali terrorist group that is affiliated with al-Qaeda. Three of the officials said, since Mr. Biden took office, airstrikes have largely been limited to those meant to defend partner forces facing an immediate threat. Biden signed off on the proposal by Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin III in early May, officials said. In a statement, Adrian Watson, the National Security Council spokeswoman, acknowledged the, the move, saying it would enable uh, a more effective fight against al-Shabaab. Look, Biden has no care in the world about stopping terrorism. None. If Biden cared two you-know-whats about stopping terrorism, then the first thing he would do is finish President Trump's wall and secure that border. Not only is he not trying to stop terrorism, he is purposely driving the terrorists and the people of the land to leave the land and to migrate all over the world in order to disrupt cultures, in order to change cultures, and he's bringing them right to the United States of America via the southern border. Oh, and let's not forget about the southern border because we've always got our own Ben Berkwam on the southern border, putting his life on the line, taking the cartels head on, putting his life and his family's life on the line because of Biden. And I cannot wait until Ben Berkwam's footage is actually used in court to put these scum dirt bags in prison. 
Anyway, here's some more footage, brand new footage from Ben Berkwam at the border showing, um, showing families that have entered the United States illegally and how they're transported to be released somewhere else in the interior of our great country, the United States of America. Another day of the invasion on our southern border. These Border Patrol agents basically becoming processing agents for the cartels as they continue to just ship people across and uh, send them into our country. You just witnessed a, a woman and a man with uh, what appeared to be a three or four year old and a several week old infant just coming across, which will undoubtedly become somebody that you as American taxpayers have to pay for coming in. And this is one family supposedly that just came across, but we're talking about tens of thousands per day. Uh, and that number can be expected to go up by three to four times over the next several months. So this is, uh, it's the death of America if this continues. And it's being brought to you and supported by politicians in Washington, D.C. who swore the same oath to our country that our National Guard's troops that are behind me did, that our law enforcement do that our, our military do, and oftentimes they pay the ultimate sacrifice. And this is actually the river where one of those National Guard troops just died a couple weeks ago, trying to save illegals that were crossing that uh, were believed to be carrying drugs. It's just, at some point we have to hold these people accountable. Now I know these videos are hard to watch, folks. I do, I know they're not fun. I know they get your blood boiling, but if we don't know the truth, then we're just doing nothing. We're just sitting ducks. We're just sheep, we're lambs at the slaughter. Lambs led to the slaughter unless we know what's going on. And for decades, we didn't know what was going on. I mean, there were people like Dennis Michael Lynch, if you remember when he was back working for Newsmax and he was doing all of the, uh, the documentaries. There were people at the time trying to get the world to understand about it. Sean Hannity, back when he was you know, in his prime, he'd go down there once in a while, throw on some jeans and pretend like he was trying to bring some awareness to it. But nothing like Ben has nothing, nothing like what Ben is doing right now has ever been shown. Folks, we got to get the truth out there. We need to make sure that we have the, the footage, the, uh, the, the proof, and the evidence to hold these people accountable when it's time to hold them accountable. And trust me, on God's time, we definitely will. We're going to take another break here on Real America's Voice News so they can go pay bills with some advertisement. I don't get any of that. I get money from donors. We'll be right back right after this. God bless. Yeah, I'll tell you, Ben's, uh, I saw somebody ask what Ben's show, the name of his show is. It's called Law and Border. It's on Real America's Voice News on Saturdays. I don't know if it's every Saturday, but you might want to check it out. It is on Real America's Voice News. You can always go to americasvoice.news as well, and you can watch the archived shows. So just spend some time on americasvoice.news, and uh, pretty soon we're going to be turning jeremyherald.com into a... Um, Hey, Jeremy, you, do, you look like you're energized. Hey, thanks, Ashley. I am. I feel like a million bucks lately. I feel like a million bucks lately. Whole new outlook on things, but that's part of growth, right? Uh, we're going to be turning either my website or a Live from America uh, net TV network website. Maybe we'll build one, but we're going to start putting all of, the, uh, sh- all of the stories that I report on every day on the website. So it's just going to be a website full of news that you guys can go to and reference every story that I do, okay? We probably won't be putting up other stories, probably just stories that I do here so that you guys can have your links to them, okay? So just another thing coming to live from America, and I think you guys will really be, uh, I think you guys will be impressed with that. So back to the show. Here we are back here on Live from America. Thank you for being here tonight. I really do appreciate it. Uh, folks, we've said for a long time that these leftist swamp donkey dirtbags that occupy our nation's capital, capital, they're so far out of touch. They, they feel like they're such an elitist that they truly believe that the entire country loves them. Tony Gain-a-Function Fauci, Tony the Ratface Fauci, Mr. Wuhan himself, he literally thinks that the, that the world loves him. He thinks that the United States loves him. Now, not only do no conservatives love him, hardly any Republicans, 
and even barely any Democrats love the guy. The guy just thinks that he is on cloud nine. And then you put him together with CNN's Jim Acosta, and you've got maybe the worst duo since pee and poop. I'm not going to lie. There, is, there a, is there a worse duo than the number one, than, than, uh, than, than Tony the Ratface Fauci and Jim Acosta? I mean, number one and number two in the bathroom might be the next, uh, might be the next best thing. But anyway, dumb and dumber. Anyway, Tony the Ratface Fauci went on Jim Acosta's CNN show. You're going to love this. And he went on there and it shows you how out of touch these people really are. When he was asked, would he serve with President Trump if President Trump comes back? By the way, that's the buried lead in this story is that Jim Acosta is acknowledging that President Trump will be coming back. And he asked Tony, the gain of function Fauci, would you work for Donald Trump? And here is what Mr. Ratface, Mr. Wuhan himself had to say about it. If Trump were to return to the White House as president, um, and COVID is still a threat, or there's some other public health emergency, would you have confidence in his ability? Uh, would you have confidence in his ability to deal with the, the a pandemic of, of this nature? Would you want to stay on in your post? Uh, well, no, <laughs> to the second <laughs> uh, question. Uh, the, <laughs> the first question I think is, I knew the answer, know, but uh, I had to ask you. Yeah. Um, if, if you look at the history of what the response was during the administration, I think, you know, at best you could say it wasn't optimal. And I think just history will, will speak for itself about that. I, I don't need to make any further comment on that, Jim. That's, it's not productive. You would not serve with, with Trump again, though. That, fair to say. Right. Right. For sure. Uh, what pandemic? I haven't, uh, I haven't seen a pandemic other than fear, by the way. And by the way, <laughs> you think Trump would want you to, to work with him? You think Trump would want you to be next to him as if Trump would give you a second thought, Mr. Afterthought? We would celebrate until the cows came home if you ran off and, was, and were never heard of again, Mr. Gain-of-Function Fauci. But that's, again, these people literally think that they are so loved and so beloved that Trump would say, oh, I, I want you to work with me again. Like, that's even a possibility. These people are, are just out of their minds. Oh, by the way, to my producer, if you're listening, I need a, a toilet flush soundbite. I need a toilet flush soundbite. Every time Tony, the uh, rat face Fauci speaks, we need a toilet flush soundbite so that we can, you know, mimic what he's saying. Anyway, let's give our, one of our sponsors uh, some love here on Live from America. Uh, we have partners and we have sponsors. We're partnered with MyPillow. We're partnered with PatriotFoods.com. And we're partnered with The Brave American. But we are actually sponsored at the moment as well by Gold Co. Gold Co. sponsors a ton of conservative show. They lean conservative themselves. They want you to back your money, unlike the United States of America, which got us into this mess that we're in to begin with, which is why your kids, your grandkids, and your great-grandkids are going to owe for this uh, administration's lack of uh, understanding on how to spend money. But anyway, secure your nest egg if you have one. If you have a retirement, I don't. Most of you do. Uh, there's, we have a large, uh, an older age group who watches the show predominantly. So protect your money with real gold and silver uh, and, uh, and, and invest in Gold Co. Get physical gold and silver delivered right to you by visiting goldco.com slash live. Or by calling 855-559-3433-GOLDCO.COM and tell them the Hip Hop Patriot sent you. Tell them to pay me in gold. And two, tell them not to send me any, 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 uh, any dollars for the show. The dollars are trash. Send me gold and silver. That's how you can invest and uh, sponsor the show. Anyway, folks, Fairfax, Virginia. Anybody live in Fairfax, Virginia out there? If you do, raise your hand and say, me. Do you know anybody who lives in Fairfax, Virginia? One way or the other, you're going to have to know this story or get them the story because here we go. Fairfax, Virginia schools may expel, not discipline, not suspend, expel elementary students. You ready? For misgendering other students. Literally, we're talking about elementary grade students. What are we talking about? Seven, eight Nine, ten, expelled for misgendering another student. Unfortunately, 
the person who's doing the misgendering is actually the one gendering them appropriately. The triggered loser children who have been brainwashed and indoctrinated by their left-wing parents and their left-wing public school systems, they're the ones in the wrong. But yet the children that are biologically correct in misgendering them, they might be expelled in Fairfax, Virginia. Let's get into the story. For those who scoff that Florida's new education law bans non-existent gender indoctrination, let the tale of Fairfax County, Virginia serve as a wake-up call. Fairfax County School Board has long prided itself on leading the way for the nation's uh, in-cutting-edge education policy and curriculum. As the 10th largest district in the nation, it holds disproportionate sway over other school boards. In 2015, the Fairfax School Board blindsided parents with changes to its non-discrimination policy, followed by a sweeping expansion of the sexual education curriculum and new rules governing student offenses and penalties. This is not an isolated policy. In Wisconsin, three middle schools have been uh, middle schoolers have been accused of sexual harassment for using biologically accurate pronouns to refer to a fellow student. Fairfax's proposed changes, set to be approved on May 26th, have hit a new low. Legally meaningless offenses such as malicious misgendering and outing related to gender identification would now be punishable by level four sanctions. It's the last level before penalties for drug dealing, rape, and homicide. So if you call a little girl a girl, that's the next step down from rape, drug dealing, and homicide. If you call a boy a boy, you are basically looked at as a rapist, a murderer, and a drug dealer. And this is the indoctrination that they're putting on these kids so that when their parents do it at home, the kids can go back to school, look their guidance counselor in the eye and say, my dad says that boys are boys and girls are girls. So they can call DCF. DCF can come in your home. They can either force you to comply with the way the school system wants you to raise your kids, or they will remove the child from your home and charge you with neglect and child abuse. You want to deal with that? Because that's what's coming to a theater near you in every section of the United States of America if you keep your kids in the public school system. So, either constantly put a wire on your kid and sue the crap out of the school for breaking state law because a school board's decision does not override state law, period. You cannot, you cannot groom kids and you cannot get away with this stuff. But they're getting away with it because parents are not suing the school and then owning the school and then bulldozing said school. It's time for parents to wake up, get their stuff together, and go after these public schools because they've already come after you. They've come after you to the extent that they're already that the DOJ already labeled you a terrorist and is coming after you. Now, I couldn't wait to play this video. But I want to play a video for you with no sound. I'm going to put no sound on this video. There's a lot of swearing in this video, so the reason I'm going to put no sound on it is because of that. But watch these unhinged, pro-abortionist, baby-killer club demonic scumbags. Just watch the looks on their face and watch the hate that they have. But the best part of this video is the Trump supporter wearing the America First hat that just laughs at them. We're going to leave the sound off of this because you cannot hear the words coming out of these people's mouth. Just watch their faces. Look at this. Coat hangers, green hair, septums pierced, stupid signs. Look at that kid, the the America First kid laugh. Look at this. Just look at that. And you notice these are the people that are like, keep your hands off my uterus. Uh, Okay, no problem. (laughs) No problem. What's that? What is that right there? Look at the way these people are. They're unhinged, brainwashed, demonic weirdos. And they need to be told as such. Stop pussyfooting around with these people. Tell them what they are. Call it like it is. And call them out. What a bunch of wackos. When in this world did we, did we stop? Where we, uh, are we not allowed to anymore uh, tell a person exactly what they are without being shamed? Who cares? That. What you just saw, that is shameful. One more commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. 
Thank you for all the shares. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the donations. We'll be right back right after this. Yeah, those people are absolutely crazy. And the problem is, is they have created an environment around them to where you can't say anything to them that is the truth. That's the problem. Are they all on drugs? Hey, no, I don't think they are. I really don't think they are. I just think that they're like that. I think that they've been pushed to be like that. Nobody wants your uterus, says Eagle Fight. Amen. I wouldn't want to touch that uterus. Ah, yuck. I wouldn't want to touch their clothes. You know what I mean? Keep your hands on my uterus. (laughs) You got it. No problem. No worries on that one. We're in complete compliance on that one. Hold on here. All right, so when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to play a short clip from the Carrie Lake interview if you have not seen it. So let me just uh, get this corrected here. Carrie Lake, by the way, what a great interview that was with her. If you have not seen the Carrie Lake interview, I highly suggest doing that because uh, she was on fire and we had a great interview. So we're going to come back from this commercial break and we're going to get right to it. Okay, here we go. All right, guys, I do appreciate you staying with me here on Real America's Voice Live from America. Last week, I had interviewed Carrie Lake. It did not air on Real America's Voice News, but I did want to play a portion of that for you tonight. What a great interview I had with Miss Carrie Lake, gubernatorial candidate for Arizona. She's going to win. She, Doug Mastriano, Ron DeSantis, they're going to be the future of the Republican Party. I cannot wait. But ladies and gentlemen, let's go back to last week when I interviewed Miss Carrie Lake with this short clip. And you can find the full interview on my Rumble page, Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. Check this out. You want to be on the right side of history. And what good is a paycheck? If we don't have a republic, if we don't have the freedoms, I think we're at a moment. And I think Ronald Reagan said a moment of choosing, really choosing where we're where we are with this. And a lot of people had that tough reality. They had to choose. They had a boss telling him, get the shot or get out and you can't work here. And a lot of people learned that uh, their principles were more important than that paycheck. And well, we, we've kind of separated the men from the boys here in yeah. the last few years. Oh, oh, yeah. And you know what? Sometimes you, you look back and you go, well, if that hadn't happened, this hadn't, wouldn't have happened. If that hadn't happened, you know, I tell people all the time, had President Trump not been cheated, trust me, I'd rather had him not been cheated. But had he not been cheated, we would have just continued to let Trump save the day and, they, and, and the left would have kicked the can down the road for another four years and they would have picked up right where they left off, just like they did when they stole this. So it's almost yeah. in a way... All of us getting off the couch, all of us running for office, starting show, whatever it is, podcast, you running for office. Hey, Americans had yep. enough. And maybe we'll look back on this in 40 years and go, wow, that was needed. That was a turning point. We ripped a Band-Aid off. Thank God it happened. That's the way I look at it anyway. Ooh, you that's know? that. You just gave me goosebumps on that because I think what we've been through, it's been hell. Yes. Our children were masked. We lost loved ones. Our businesses were shuttered. Our churches were some of them burned down, some of them shut down. Our election was stolen. Our sacred vote was uh, tarnished, but it sure opened a lot of eyeballs. Our, oh. it, it was like our hair got set on fire yeah. and we realized that we needed to jump up and do something about it. Yeah, that was a great interview with her. We can't wait to have her you back. Be on the right side of Excuse history. me, I got to shut that down. Miss Carrie Lake. We had some great interviews last week. Judge Joseph Wood. We had Mike Lindell. We had Carrie Lake. Great week of interviews. Go check out the interviews on my Rumble page. Big shout out to all of you. God bless each and every one of you for being here tonight. I do want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, to check out thebraveamerican.com. If you go to thebraveamerican.com, use the promo code LFA. Okay, Uh, you'll get uh, you'll get some discounts and you'll help the show out. But check this out. You also get if you go to BraveAmerican.com today, you get a free desktop flag. See that little wooden flag that sits by your computer. Pretty cool. Check it out and check out these around outdoor signs for your home decor. Very patriotic company. Definitely check them out. They're definitely worth uh, at least the the visit on their website. And uh, everything is veteran owned, veteran run. 
and uh, veteran supported. Everybody there working there is a veteran. So check them out. Give them some love. Ladies and gentlemen, remember there are right ways and wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Uh, Have a great evening. I'll see you tomorrow at 11 and again in the evening for more Live from America. Until then, keep smiles on your face, love your family, and spread the gospel. Have a great evening, folks. Thank you very much for watching Live from America.